Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Really? I promise you, McFly, we protected by supernatural energy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if you've been smoking rock or under a rock, you now tuned into the Personal Party Podcast. Cheers. Yo, Bow. it's an ongoing Cheers. thing. He got the Bow. wackest ad in, in podcast history. Cheers. It's like it's like a bootleg stack bundle. Don't worry about it. Mixed, mixed nah, with that, some that, whole other shit. Santana, baby. Cheers. 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 Oh, and tomorrow is going down too. All right, we'll get. But we'll, we'll get into all that, that in a second. Look, today I got one of my brothers in this joint. Mm-hmm. Every day I got a, I got a guest. I got one. It's one of my brothers. Because going ham. I ain't gonna hold you. I built this podcast, this this conversation platform, to talk to my friends because I feel like our era, we we don't have somebody that's doing that for us yet. You know what I mean? All the legends got their thing. You know what I mean? Then you know. The brand new guys, they always going to find their way on something, mm-hmm. right? But then the guys that's been around, that got all this legacy and all this cool shit, we ain't got that for us. Young yeah. goats. The yeah. young goats. Until now. Yeah. That's a fact. And I have one third of one of the greatest trios in oh, rap shit. history. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, a, you, you know what I mean? I always give the, the butter <laughs> intros. I'm all for the butter intros, right? So, I got one third of one of the greatest rap trios in rap history, and I'm gonna tell you why in a second. We going we going to catch up. Right? I got I'm gonna take it back to the Madberry Club. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you feel me? Like I'm gonna take it back to smoking sour diesel. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Then I'm gonna take it to one of the groups that probably y'all probably on the all-time merch selling list. Yeah. Because y'all niggas sell a lot of fucking merch. Crazy. A lot of merch. It's 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 levels to this merch shit. Yeah. And y'all niggas is top tier God level. It's crazy. Sold out shows all around the world. For the people, by the people. For the people, (laughs) by the people. Mm -hmm. I have my motherfucking brother juicing this motherfucker today. Juice. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Zombie juice. Had to let my air horns go. You know what I mean? Everybody like, yeah, I got that merch. I missed that NYC style from 06 to 07. I'm sure you do. Oh yeah. I definitely missed that shit. Oh yeah. My brother. (laughs) Now we speak we speak a lot. Yeah. But it's a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Because it's been a while. I haven't I haven't gotten any flatbush zombies music. I haven't gotten any 
juice music out. I have a lot of juice yeah. music in my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But what the fuck is going on right now? Well, um, throughout the pandemic, you know, we all got passionate about trying to be more individual. And by doing that, we'll be able to tell our own stories. Sometimes in the group, some of the stories doesn't all add up. Or we got a new song we, that I might not be passionate too much about. And then I got to fill in the blanks or something like that. You know, this way you get the full story from each of us individually. And you can really just like accept it for what it is. I also feel sometimes they put too much competition against us all. Mm. When when they listen to the group music, so I would love to just be judged as an individual. Mm. You know what I mean, and and tell my story, and the other guys feel the same way. So it's, it's basically it's the new day going on the solo run right now. Hell yeah! But it's still a new day. You Hell know what yeah. I mean? Biggie's going for the title. Kofi didn't had the title. Fucking um, Woods yeah. is fucking. He's he's there. So it's like, I right, I get it. Eric put out it. his uh EP. Future proof. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Me amazing Mitch rapper, amazing producer. Yes. Is that something that just happened? Did everybody feel that way? Oh, I was just speaking for myself, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah copy. For the most part, yeah. Hmm. See, that's cool because we was, you know, off camera, we was talking about, you know, groups. I don't I don't necessarily it is no ceiling when it comes to guys like us. Especially when it comes to a group structure, right? So the fact that you know, you guys are so dominant as a group and the thing with groups, everybody is going to pick their favorite. Like you said, the competition wise, yeah. right? And I feel like collectively, all three of you guys have your hives mm-hmm. of people that follow you guys. So it makes sense that you guys go on a solo run, even though it's still it's together. It's been 10 years, man. It's been 10 years <laughs> going, you know what I mean? Since drugs, yeah, it's right? Time. It's time. So it's, it's time. like, and I feel like spinning it back around 360 is just going to make Flatfoot Zombies the brand bigger. Hell yeah. When the individual guys can go on their own separate <clears throat> runs and and make something of themselves, which I'm sure you guys are because mm-hmm. the, the base is still Flatfoot Zombies. Eric's showing us right now. Right. <laughs> He's killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. And all y'all on Twitch, y'all been doing all the shit that I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> right? I'm just catching up. I'm just catching up. How did you guys meet? Hmm. Yeah, so... I met Meech in school. He had got kicked out of his old school. That neighborhood was pretty bad. Um, and then he went to my school, PS119. And then we were just bonding over, like, wrestling and anime and shit like that. And then I was like, yeah, come to my crib. I got the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, every, every day since then, we hung out. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And then... um. Eric lived on Meech's block and they've been friends since they was young. So when I would go to Meech's side, that's how I'd meet Eric. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it was basically a, a school thing, school yeah. area thing. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's dope. And when did y'all come together and form the Flatbush Zombies? What about the audio? Uh, oh, my headphones? Oh, is this right here? This, this right here? Y'all can, y'all can hear us because they wanted us... We good? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we good. I believe we good. I want to say like uh, 2010, really, I think is when we established the brand, Um, just selling the t-shirts even to friends because hmm. they knew what we were doing, what we were building Um, and working on. Right. And people were just supporting. Right, right. You guys have a meticulous style with like how you guys curate your, your music, curate the merchandise, curate the shows, the tours. Mm-hmm. How did you guys build that style? Teamwork. You know, you mentioned uh, the Madbury Club, which was uh, ran by Phil. And before that, he had a brand called The Award Tour. Mm. And um, shit, I don't remember what year that was. It could have been like 2006 or eight, 2008, 2007. And he had this t-shirt brand, The Award Tour. And um, it was the first day I met Phil and this other dude named Ellington. Um and um, we formed like this thing where a brotherhood, actually, not a thing. It was a brotherhood. And we just came to model T-shirts for Phil because we look cool. Ha! <laughs> so Ellington ended up, you know, becoming one of our best friends. Not only our, one of our best friends, our road manager, our DJ, and our photographer at times. 
a videographer at times. Mm. Phil is on the creative design side. Mm. You know. All right. So right. So visuals. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get to that part of it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you, your brand and the aesthetic is intricate. <laughs> I want to take it back to Thug Waffle. Yeah. Right. Who came up with that treatment? Who who? Even though oh, it's a yeah. collective yeah. thing, yeah. what the fuck is the brainchild behind this crazy shit? Phil, y'all Phil and Luke Monahan, they came up with that. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Um, they were just like, come to this fucking place in Jersey. It was probably Hoboken or something. I don't really remember. And we it was fresh. Like we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Really, mm-hmm. I just knew we were shooting a fucking rap video, <laughs> and we thought it would be funny to put waffles in the shit because the song's called Thug Waffle, and it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It has nothing to do with anything. But we just thought it would be fucking funny to put a bunch of waffles on the table and bring weed. And it was like the first time we did anything like this. And we ended up smoking like two ounces. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. There's a weed or some shit, bro. Like, shooting a whole video. Like I told you yesterday, I smoked fucking 17 pre-rolls shooting that video. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck you you uh smoked 17 pre-rolls. You got there at, you got there at 5. I got there at like 6.30. Yeah. And we left at like nine something. Yeah. How did the how the fuck did you smoke like, seventeen? I don't know. It's like when you shoot these videos, they'd be like, "Do another take. Do another take." And it's just right, like I, you gotta just keep going. I don't know. But then how many takes you did before I got there? I don't know. He was in there. God but, damn. Because you know. at the end, I didn't even have a pre roll. Right. 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 My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even had one. Like goddamn, right? So we good. Yo, my baby mother. I always talk negatively about her, but the positive thing, she made my vest in that video. Oh. Shout out to her for doing that, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one. That's a new one. That was a new one. That, that was some passive beetle shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain it to you later, right? So I right, so Thug Waffle. This is the beginning. Yeah. Now, when did you guys start doing shows on the scene? Jesus Christ. Our first show, oh, sorry, Jesus Christ, our first show was at that one venue. It got shut down. Was it Santos? No, it was in fucking Brooklyn. I'm fucking retarded. Min Factory? No, this is fucking ridiculous. I don't remember it. <laughs> it's one of those things. No, it's really don't bad. Don't worry about it. It's really fucking bad. God damn, because we talked about this the other day. But the moral of the story was Thug Waffle was the only song out. Um, it's in Brooklyn. We don't know what to expect. We go there, a line around the freaking corner. The fuck? Hmm. Um, playing Pat was there. It was, we don't know anything. We just put a song out, man. We just put a song out. They wanted us to perform. Right, right. (laughs) We showed up to this place, not knowing what to expect. There was a line around the corner. We get in. We must have performed Thug Waffle five to six times. Because that was the only song y'all had at the time. And that was the last show of that venue as well. Wow. But it was uh, one of those historical venues, and I don't even remember the goddamn name. Not Southpaw. No, Southpaw. Where's that at? In Brooklyn. Probably. Because they shut down. That was it. It might have been, yeah. been Southpaw. Yeah, we retired that place on our first <clears throat> night, apparently, and there was a line around the corner. It was sold out. In Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn niggas performing their first show in Brooklyn. Yeah. Then we hopped in the dollar van and went home. Niggas hopped in the dollar, the dollar van. van. That's some Brooklyn shit. It don't get no more Brooklyn than that. It don't get no more Brooklyn than that. It don't get no more Brooklyn than that. I see you looking at your notes and you keep looking at me from the corner. Yeah, I like nah, I just because I just want to know. Let me tag like, you in. All right, go ahead. How yeah. does it like? How did you feel Brooklyn was gonna view y'all because y'all style is not what Brooklyn mm-hmm. represents as a whole. Mm-hmm. So shit, man. I, That's a good one. I just thought that it was different. So no matter what, it was gonna work. Mm. Um, I didn't care too much at the time what people was gonna think. Um, but then as the progressed, I was just like, "Damn, why aren't certain people understanding what's going on?" Oh shit, it's kind of different. It's kind of ahead of its time. So it, it kind of grew into that kind of thought. Like who? Who were some of your early influences? Um, shit, it goes back to everything. Like 
It could be a Bismarck Key, it could be Eric B. And Rakim, L O Cool J is one of my favorites. Snoop Dogg, the brat, fucking I don't know, it's like Necro, Ill Bill, the Bone Thugs, it's Devin the Dude, it's fucking Onyx, it's fucking Outcast, it's fucking Ludacris, it's fucking everything that That's I've fun. ever ingested in my fucking life. You know what I mean? That's like a gumbo of y'all. That's crazy. All the, art, all the artists y'all name. Sticky Finger said uh, on a bar, I got the soul of every rapper in me. Love me or hate me. Mom's got raped by the industry that made me. I don't know. I feel like mm. I embodied everything that I ever took in in hip hop mm. and, 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 and formulated whatever the fuck I do. Huh. Literally. Huh. So I represent every single one of these people that I've ever listened to and studied. Hmm. Even if it don't sound like it, because it is my own thing and it's different pocket and everything. But like, man, I used to just go on the internet and read Rockin's lyrics without even hearing the song. Mm. I'm just like, oh my god, a student, a student. You know, <laughs> you know what, what I mean? mean? We we all savants of this shit and studying your craft to and you. <clears throat> what makes us great is that we studied our craft. Yeah. Better yet, and you the second nigga that said Ludacris was an influence. That That's was crazy. Uh, Ludacris was the so first album I ever had. First album I ever had. Really? Yeah. Because I was just on the inter- I was on the internet and stuff. I didn't buy a physical album. That was the first album I ever bought. Wow. Yeah, Iman said that, right? Yeah, Iman yeah. said yeah. that. That's that's hard. You know, because he was a light skinned dude. He had the braids. I had the braids. It was fucking cool. I was like, oh shit, dope. And so it, funny, makes, it makes sense because his, his videos and uh, animated, it's, it's like, animated. It's it's a tad. So when I rap, I'm always bringing that super anime. Not always, but that's that animated thing, and that's kind of like that ludicrous that you hear. Mm. Did you have any rock and roll influence? (sighs) Yeah, the whole fucking movement of the fucking Woodstock, the '60s and the '70s, basically, from Jefferson Airplane to Jimi Hendrix, Mm -hmm. The Doors, you know everything. Mm -hmm. Now Beach Boys, right? Now it's good that you said rock star Mm. because y'all niggas from Flatbush. For I was just in your hood. <laughs> a couple days ago, which shout you. out to Flatbush. So I know, man. I know, I know where you're from. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of good niggas over there yeah. too. Yeah, right. How did y'all get introduced to this psychedelic world? This, 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 like, because I feel like for niggas like us, it's been niggas that's been doing it. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't relate to it until I met y'all, and it's like you see some niggas like you that we in the same shit, we run around together. It's like you can, I can ask you these things. Like yeah, like yeah, yeah. what the how did y'all how did y'all get introduced to that? Like Alright, so it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean if you, we have time, I don't know. But yeah, we oh, got we got time. time. We got time. <laughs> we got time. Oh shit. Um So the homie Issa Dash, I mean Issa Gold, Marlon, whoever the fuck he calls himself from the underachievers, right? <laughs> we became very tight, like um, best friends, and we spent every fucking second with each other. Pause. We in- he introduced me to fucking weed. Oh, shout out to him. Who, Marlon? Yeah, Marlon introduced me to weed. Okay, okay. I said, uh, if you can find me the three bare low tops, I'll finally smoke a joint with you. Because I was against it. I was yelling at all my friends, like, you guys are fucking sick. You guys are potheads. You guys look tired. You know what I'm saying? You smell bad, you know. But, um, yeah, he, he fucking found the shoes. I got the shoes. Because we used to sell sneakers coming up back in the day. Hmm. Camp out, get Supreme, flip it, all that cool shit. Whatever. So then we started smoking weed. And from that moment, we hung out every single day and smoked every single day and did everything we could to fucking get high. Mm. And from there, it became, well, what's fucking next? This weed shit is cool. (laughs) 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 But our minds are getting these places and thinking these thoughts. And mom's like, yo, I tried mushrooms before. And it was this crazy thing. Yo, you're like a fucking genius. You should do this shit with me, bro. Like, it'll be the craziest thing ever. And I was like, hell no. Fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> and then um, one day we were sitting in front of the building And this fucking hippie walks through Where we was in Flatbush fucking Avenue A hippie walked through Flatbush He just came oh, out damn. Just came out of the blue Yeah, walked into that little driveway thing And he was like um, No, he, he wasn't like anything We ran up to him Because we were like, yeah, we'll do the shrooms I said, I'll do the shrooms if we find it And then he walks right in I don't know Once I said that, it's like, boom You know, you can't make that shit up I said, I'll do the shrooms if we find him And he fucking walks by can't make that shit up. I had to say it twice. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, he walks in and we we introduce ourselves. 
And he's like, yeah, I live here. Um, what's up? You guys want to smoke sometime? Yeah, come upstairs. We'll, we'll. We didn't say we wanted mushrooms from him. We, we had to ease into it. He, like, gives us a test. Asks us what's our favorite shape, animal, color, whatever. Like, he's asking us these weird questions, trying to test where we are, who we are, according to what his perspective could be or whatever that means. And um, he introduced us to the mushrooms finally when he trusted us enough. And that was the whole point. He had to trust us and give us these test questions and these things to figure out who the fuck we were. It's just a normal, it's just a normal hippie, hippie dude. walking yeah. through the bush. Let us in his at. house. Yes, let us, in, let us upstairs yep, in his house and had these conversations with him. And he was like, yeah, come tomorrow. We'll give you the mushrooms. We took the fucking mushrooms, tea form. And we got fucking high. <laughs> Oh, and it was the fucking best feeling ever. And it just opened up our eyes and our friendship even more. And wanted to ask and wonder, how do we get here in this earth? Where are we headed? What does it all mean? What is energy? What is frequency? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, wait. No, hold your question. Go hold on, hold your question. I got some funny shit. So, no, no, I'm going to do that. You did No, Listen. So... Shout out to my producer, Rick, Ricardo Blanco, right? So bust it. So while you was just giving your like how like you know thinking of the the retrospective like what is life? I uh, uh, I looked at the corner of my eye, <laughs> and this nigga gave me one of those Magic Johnson smiles with one of these because that's how he explains it to me. So one day we was in hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Yeah. yeah. And niggas has some white chocolate... Uh, Chocolate bar, mushroom bars, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I'm a square when it comes to drugs. Okay. <laughs> Very much. I'm, that. A, I'm a square. Yeah, that. I, I smoke weed to the maximum, right? That's... But everything else, I'm like, nah. right? So he, the way he explained the shroom trip to me, had me a, a bit intrigued. Mm -hmm. Now I've heard it before. Joey explained it to me. God mm -hmm. bless these explained it to me. CJ explained it to me. Facts, you facts. explained it to me. <laughs> Dash explained it to me. Right? Yeah. But for some reason, you guys are so extreme. When you when you explained it to me, I was a bit scared because I'm like, these niggas is extremists, mm -hmm. and they making this shit a little too easy for me. So I'm like, ah. So this guy's he's square like me. <laughs> so when he's giving me this this experience. Fast forward to the shrooms, right? So I'm a big guy. He gives me like a little. He give me. He give me. He give me, he give me like a little. You know, like the Hershey uh, joints. Like they got the squares. Square, he give me two little squares. Two squares. Okay. Two squares. I eat the two squares. I wait a little bit. I'm like man, nothing happening. Facts. 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 Right? He give me two more squares. That's what. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like I'm starting to get angry. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yo, this mm -hmm. shit not even doing it. I think mm -hmm. I complained more about it wasn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. Long story long, I woke up the next morning, a little stomach ache, right? A little, little stomach problems, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then I, f I figured it out, like, oh, it did do something to me. It just made me angry. Mm -hmm. It made me question, why, why did I eat these fucking... It's not giving me the experience mm -hmm. that you niggas is talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm more asking... What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is nothing happening? I'm not seeing no... The wall is not like... He was mad visuals I was time. mad that I... Yeah, I was mad the whole time. I think I kicked these niggas out and went to you bed. You really did kick Because I'm like, I, I, I'm going to sleep, man. This shit is stupid. So maybe that's what it Your did Your brain was working, though. My probably. brain was working. Your brain was probably working. Yeah, my brain was working, but I don't, I don't know if it unlocked Meanwhile, I went home and had the best sex of my life. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, I went... Meanwhile, I laid down and went to sleep, man. I'd say either... You know, you are taller, bigger. 
Four might not have been enough. Um, four squares. I might need a half a bar. You might. You might. A whole Some bar? dudes do whole bars. Like my cousin, that's my cousin, and she's skinnier than me, and I was confused. She ended up taking six squares of my chocolate, and she had a freaking trip. A good one. Yeah, good the, one. Psh, everything was. Shout out the whole P. I have these gummies, but, these yeah. little micro. Yeah. Those. Those are more like vitamin me. supplement things. Uh-huh. They're, they're not to like trip off of. It's more like a. Man, we, we need the good stuff, man. Yeah, you want like you want a profound trip, obviously. Yeah, that might not be for you. Yeah, I just I wasn't. What was the shit you had before I cut you <laughs> off? I got it because Rich looked at me with the Magic Johnson. He made me I laugh. Forgot. I had to get into that. We we was on a psychedelic trip because I I got more that I was going to leave. But go ahead, keep going. Nah, I just wanted to know like who's Juice, man. Tell me who Juice is. Now that you're going solo, ah, uh, huh. like who is Juice? Well, I'm a camel. Mm. <laughs> nah, that that that. Right now, that right up. now, this uh, today, I'm a camel. Meaning, um, what do camels do? They carry shit on their back. Huh. Um, through a fucking desert, and they're always starving for water, and they need to fucking replenish. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, juice needs to replenish, and then mm-hmm. I'll transform from the camel to something else. Love him. This is my brother right here, <clears throat> right? So, uh, yeah. But that's one answer. Nah, that's nah, a good that one. Was good. Nah, that was great. That was. That was, that was that I was thought you was gonna go somewhere else with it, but yeah. nah, that was that great. Was also, that's what made yeah. me say it was so perfect. I, I didn't want you to say no more about it. That was the perfect <laughs> answer. That's the clip. So, so right. I. So we spoke about your first show, your first tour. Was your first tour? Smoke Dizzy. Esquire was there too. Esquire was there. Damn. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Now, might I add, this was like my first Hold tour on, I was I'm, figuring out. It if was, I've been doing this for 10 years, I guess I'm a vet, but you're an OG. Appreciate you. Bro. OG. We, we, we're OGs, because after 10,000 hours, <laughs> it's over. It don't matter. It's like mm-hmm. once you're in your 30s, it don't matter if you're 31 or 37, mm-hmm. you're in your 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. After 10,000 hours, we all legends. It, it just is what it is. We we did a lot. <laughs> right? So, your allegiance, Flatbush Zombies mm-hmm. allegiance mm-hmm. with Pro Era, right? Mm-hmm. It's more than a Brooklyn thing. It's a brotherhood. Yeah. Right? So... We got. We flat- definitely argue too. Right, I know. We got we got Flatbush Zombies, right? We got the Underachievers, mm-hmm. right? We have Pro Era. Yeah. My baby brothers. How did Beast Coast come together as a collective? And I love that album, by the way. Oh, thanks. Great man. album. Thanks. It, you know, we we uh, had a little deadline. We did it like in a month and a half, I think. Get the fuck out of here. Well, you know what? I'm not surprised because it's a bunch of rapping ass niggas. So it makes sense. I wish we had more time, but yeah. Um, we worked to the last uh, minute. The last song was Rubber Band Man. The last minute we put that out in there. Um, but yeah, I guess it was from like Joey, Steez, and Issa. Issa told me about them. I didn't know what was going on yet. And then he showed me the music and I was fucking blown away. Mm-hmm. And then Mac Miller was having this fucking video shoot. And um, they were just like, yeah, pull up and come through. So that was like the first day we all met together. And we were just all rapping, freestyling, and having fun and just like enjoying the moment. Like like I said, we had just put out one song. And now we're at a fucking Mac Miller video shoot with fucking Joey Badass. Crazy. And was that the video shoot with him and Casey Veggies? Nah, it was uh, Mr. Uh, something in America. I forgot the name of the song. Yeah, the shit with him and Casey, Casey Veggies. Veggies. Yeah, I'm Casey sorry. Veggies is on that. Sorry, Andrew guys. Yep, yep. Shout out Casey That's Veggies. That's crazy because that was the first... Feature from somebody outside of the camp that Joey hopped on. He was talking about that the other mm-hmm. day, so it's crazy. So that's when y'all met too. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's where it started, man. That day we all all officially got together. Like we all mm-hmm. were meeting to hang out and get together, but that was the day we all were in one place at the uh, one time. Uh, yeah. See, that's hard because, like I said, all of y'all collectively sell out shows. Mm-hmm. All y'all collectively kill on merchandise. All of y'all collectively have your own styles. We're able to identify all of y'all by who you guys are when y'all are together. Mm-hmm. Managing personalities, mm-hmm. right? Because when it's shit like that, we all creatives. Mm-hmm. Eventually, somebody is going to disagree with some. How did y'all manage that? Doing business with each other. Because it comes different when niggas is just rolling. Yeah, cool, we clicked up. But now y'all got a project. 
This business going. Niggas is doing shit. How do y'all manage that? We just gotta trust in each other. So we uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. beat it out of, beat it out of each other till we trust the opinion. Beat it out of each other till we trust the opinion. Go around a hundred times. Walk out the room. Come back in. I think it should be like this. I think it should be like that. You know what? You're fucking right. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that, was, that, was, that was exactly how I knew you was going to answer it. Mm-hmm. Right? So we both share love for wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's a part of where we bond. Because we'll just fucking text back and forth about who's getting released or what we think the angle should be. Mm-hmm. When did you get into wrestling? I don't know what year it was. So it was probably a tape. It had to be a tape. Hmm. Because I... There's no way I could have remembered that far back. But it was like Hulk Hogan versus Undertaker. Ah, oh, it definitely was a tape. That sounded like Tuesday night in Texas. It was a tape. That's 91. And I was fucking in tears. Because Hogan lost. Yeah, I was in tears. Yeah, yeah. We was Hulkamania. I'm still a Hulkamania. You see my son back there. Yeah, you got a lot of fucking material. You know, Terry's not, he's not the popular choice to say that's your favorite guy. But Yeah, but we you know, know everybody... Underlining has their underlying issues or things that they feel or say. Absolutely. Um, especially behind closed doors. Right, right, right. But yeah. Right. Had to let my right little button go because that was real. Right, so getting into wrestling 91, knowing wrestling, loving wrestling, what made, because before I segue into this, a part of why I fuck with y'all is because y'all spun wrestling in the music. <laughs> Right yeah. now, I like to say yeah. we were some of the first guys that was doing that mm-hmm. when people was Bronson, like, oh, that's Dizzo, not cool. Wale, Flatbush. Right, a lot of a lot of the, the cool guys mm-hmm. was like niggas talking about wrestling. Niggas, oh, that's not cool. Niggas nerds, but we stuck with that shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, Jadakus had that fire over joint too. I mean, people people spread the it main out, but for, for like the newer generation of artists, like you know, right? For sure. See how they did it. They did it. For WCW. For, or one were targeted one thing. We spread it throughout the catalog. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Now, I know what my thought process was doing it. What was your guys' thought process in doing that? Like, what made y'all spin that into the to the realms? Well, just to, like, represent that shit and be proud of what the fuck we love. And be creative with the words and the metaphors. Like, living through them, through the rap. Hmm. Yo, it's Big Fred, aka Daddy Tuzoadi Podcast. Kiki Tubafetu, and we are the Sobering Podcast. Tune in to us every second Wednesday for fire conversations and interviews about South African music, sneakers, and street culture. Check us out on the Revolt Podcast Network. Shout out to our moms. Feeling like an emotion. Mm. That's hard. <laughs> That's hard. Because for me, it's it's the same thing. And I feel like rap is parallel to rap, Trust. to wrestling yeah. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like character development. <laughs> reinvention. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Making, your, making yourself have that one thing that people could attach themselves to mm-hmm. you know even when it's catchphrases is fucking braiding your beard or having different <laughs> yeah, colors in your, diff- yeah. all my all my custom outfits are inspired by wrestling colorways and patterns so look the, you, you you see the belt action you know how we do we've been it's at everything. wrestlemania's summer slams floor, together floor so floor seats so <laughs> you already know now i mentioned how i said rap was parallel to wrestling i mentioned the new day Oh, you yeah. went on your, you know, it's equivalent to the new day going on the singles run. Yeah. Shout out to Big E, good yes. friend of both of ours. Yes. And, and he's also a fan of both of ours. Yes. Which makes it even cooler. Mm-hmm. What was it like having somebody in the field that you respect so much and love so much and have admiration for so mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. have that same admiration for you? Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's kind of crazy because he brought me into that world completely. He put me backstage. He brought me into that world. He kept me interested in the product when I felt like the product wasn't as interesting. Mm. You know what I mean? And in mm. him, like I sent him almost every fucking song before it comes out or came out. Mm. He's heard version number one, version 1.5, version two <laughs> and three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then the, the final. So he's really that guy. And he's really there for me. Like one of the fucking four people or five people that I will share music with he's the one in my ear let me know 
I really feel this way about this. I really feel that way about that. So that shit means a lot. Shout out to E. Yeah. Who would you compare your style to in and, and rap to mm-hmm. wrestling? It would have to be Jeff Hardy a little bit. Mm. But then I also feel like Mr. Perfect sometimes. <laughs> Kurt Hang? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's just that kind of swagger and that confidence and stuff. I'm not saying I'm super confident, but it's just like when I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone, bro. That's it. It's perfect or nothing. <laughs> That's why I said when I mess up, it kills me. I hate it. They, they might not notice it, but it's like it, the perfectionist part, it's, it's a killer. It's yeah, a part of my addictive personality. What we were talking about earlier about being on stage and you, mm-hmm. you kind of forgot some of the words mm-hmm. of the song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody just said Perk Angle. That's hilarious. That's yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that's right. No. <laughs> yeah. Does being a perfectionist kind of hold you back for putting out so much music? It did. Mm. So then I had to kill myself. Uh, rebirth, like you were saying, restart. This is this is me doing something new for the first time. Hmm. Talking Terps. <laughs> Let's get into Talking Terps. Speaking of Talking Terps, I got this cool Hot Times magazine that I didn't get you to <laughs> sign the other day because you see I have all my memorabilia signed by my friends. Uh-huh. Now... I was featured in the High Time magazine, I want to say 2012. 2012, I won the High Times Doobie of the Year Award. It was mm-hmm. the High Times Album of the Year. Fire. I think I do remember that. Right. <laughs> you got a motherfucking cover. It's a little different. We got to get a better marker, but we're going to get it. Um, oh, that marker, my marker burnt out? Hey, somebody yeah. find me a marker in that little drawer, Steve Stevenson, or Matt, in, that mark, in, in, in the drawer right there where you at? But right. It's kind of crazy, man. Um, it's kind of crazy, man, because... I used to really just collect these shits. Hmm. I collected, I collected so much that I had so much of these that I, when I moved into my trap house, I had a little closet that had some decent space where you can sit in that bitch, and I put so many high times magazines across the whole closet. So yeah, we the from whole that closet. era. <laughs> you know, yeah. filled the whole closet mm-hmm. up. You know, and then I had the little blue light up in there. But yeah. Hey yo, that laugh gotta be on my um on my soundboard. Yo, so make, make sure <laughs> make sure make sure y'all rip that's that hilarious, in, in a second. Bro. But that's crazy to have a fucking hot times cover, especially you know a part uh, another lane that I didn't even get into that mm-hmm. we both share mm-hmm. is pot marijuana. We both we both have a love for weed and we both make a lot of money off weed. Yeah. Without having to tangibly, physically oh. sell weed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And statute of yeah. limitations. Facts. This, That's we, a fact. We, we, we done. That's a fact. We done. That's we done. That's a fact. Right? And, and I, I'm not done. Make no mistake legally. about it. I'm not done, but le- legally, I'm in the game. Yeah, you. they make a tax. I'm, I'm in the game. Yeah. Make a tax. My shit got the yeah, best. You know what I mean? Taxes. I'm in the game. Legal legally. Cop. Legally, right? But as far as marijuana in a whole, the culture, mm-hmm. how is it embracing marijuana as a base of your brand? Before marijuana was cool. You know what I mean? Or at or, least yeah, for, yeah. accept it mm-hmm. in the Except. masses. Like, that was something that, that was the base. Well, Wiz Khalifa showed me that. He showed me, you know, pot can be acceptable to the mainstream. So why why not just go all the way? Mm. <laughs> why not go all the fucking way? You know? Mm. Mm. You know, I didn't even have a, a song written yet. But that's mm. what he showed me. Mm. Mm. Gangster. What's your favorite place to tour? So tour? Yeah, to tour. <laughs> overseas, probably. I knew you was going to say that. Yeah. It's a different love overseas. Yeah. Um, Why you think that? Because it is. They appreciate... Now, no disrespect to any of our American fans, because it's, nah. it's a lot of places... Well, we, we live here, tons y'all. Of Remember we that. live here, right? It's tons of love. Home. When we go mm-hmm. across the pond, they don't know when they're going to see us again in the physical. So that kind of appreciation and admiration and love that they have for us is a little different. Like, I ain't going to hold you. When I was in Japan, I felt like home. 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 I was Jay-Z in Japan. I ain't going to hold I'm you. I'm with you. I, never, I, didn't, I didn't think that 
it was going to be a sellout or anybody was even going to mm-hmm. know what the fuck. They was going to know my words. These niggas don't speak English, but they know the words to my shit. That's crazy. Yeah, that's or not even, and not even no, in a disrespectful way. They don't speak proper English. Like I'm Rosetta Stone in them in a way. That's special. To my, to you know what I mean. So for you guys, my shit was. It was it was a nice size room sold out. Mm. Y'all niggas be a real bold big size room sold out type of European vibe. Yeah. What's that like? Um, that's when I knew how uh, how crazy it really was. When we got over there, because you know these niggas will chase you down the street for real. These <laughs> niggas was bleeding, fighting, bloody. <laughs> the girls were throwing everything left and right. It was uh, throwing everything. <sighs> you know, the, the cops. Uh, <laughs> you know, they they don't really bother you that much. But if you do get into some shit, they're gonna get in your face. It was just different, man. Just that whole energy, man. It's so intense that the, the the loud. If there's a meter to see how loud it is. It's breaking the fucking meter in, in America. Mm. It's fucking breaking it. Mm. They get so fucking loud, bro. I've never heard cheers like that in my fucking life. Mm. See, now, my favorite place or one of my favorite places, like I said, was Japan. What's your favorite place? Well, my favorite place to be at was Japan, for sure. And um, I'm not saying I can live there for five years, but mm-hmm. it just felt home, like I home, like you said, the culture, right. you know. <laughs> what was your weed situation like out there? Man, oh man. Easy as breezy. Beautiful cover girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, juice. Shit, man. Because it's know. different for guys like us. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of like when they book us out there, they got to know what we're coming with. Or not even what we're coming with, like who we are. Mm-hmm. So if you want to keep us comfortable, <laughs> they then, had everything over there. And I, and I brought stuff and they had everything. See, that's, a, that's another place we bond at. You know How's the mean? food situation over here? I'm oh, going to let you God. answer it. You said food, right? Yeah. I'm a foodie, so like, when I travel, it's Even man, the experience, like, there's, there's places you can go, and Rocky had us coming to this one place where you had to take your shoes off at the door. You mean taking your shoes off nowhere in New York, i tell you that much. Yeah, so you I'm take not, your shoes I'm off at the door, that. you sit on the floor, and they just come, and they just hand you fucking vegetables and fishes and all types of shit, and it's just like, that is a different experience. Mm. Or you might go to the ramen spot and there's only six seats. And mm. everyone, they're not going there to socialize. They're, they're sitting down to, to get some good ramen and eat yeah. and they go so the next person can come in. It's like a fucking system. Wow. It's crazy. I don't know, man. I now, that's it. hard. It's, See, because <laughs> my experience wasn't like that. These niggas was taking me to some whole other shit. And I, I mean, there's, like, there's everything in there. But yeah. <laughs> I, I just didn't understand. I was just like, I'm not eating that. You know, oh, so, no. I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't I eat sushi and shit like that either. I was scared. Yeah, I like, eat some rice though. Yeah, I said yeah. white rice, white rice noodles, <laughs> yeah. dumplings, yeah. vegetable dumplings. These niggas, had, I know these niggas was laughing at me. They had me eating the shrimp. My whole mouth was numb after that shit, man. I was like, uh, never again. What they gave you the shrimp with, with the head on it and all that? Pork? Some, yeah, some, some, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that's how yeah. they play. That's yeah. how they play. That's how they yeah, play. But re- respect, Slick. like I, we said, we love it out there. We love performing yeah. out there. I, I can't say I can live out there. I can last two weeks. I, I lasted but. two weeks. On my last day, I was dehydrated. <laughs> I, I was dehydrated, bro. I don't know. We was just up for too long, fucking drinking for too long, getting no fucking sleep, and I had to catch a flight back to do something important. I don't fucking remember, and I was fucking dehydrated. I almost fucking collapsed, bro, in the middle of fucking Japan because I did not get sleep for, for, like, days. It was fucked up, man. What was your hotel room like out there? Because I know my shit was like... The first time we went out there, the hotel was the size of a fucking closet. Yes! Okay. Everything's, everything's Make sure small out everything there. size yeah. up. Because I was like, you know, I told my people, I said, I want to be in an Americanized hotel. Yeah, you turn up a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? But like when I you came in, find. yeah, when you came in, it was it it looked Americanized somewhat, kind of mm-hmm. embassy vibes. Right? Facts, facts, facts. But then when you get to the room, like I had a trunk size suitcase <laughs> and I literally had to put the suitcase in front of the door, like if I, I had to close the suitcase to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, after being in there for like a week and a day, mm-hmm. kind of got used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it kind of got a little comfortable. The bed started to get a little more comfortable. <laughs> I started so to get used to the little porta potty, potty bathroom inside <laughs> of the room. 
Yeah, I wasn't used that. to that. It was like, right like a porta potty. I, I had a room where it was like right next to you could see everything. There was no fucking separating. It was like glass. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, Andre the Giant said he used to have problems when he used to go overseas to China and Japan. I believe because things were so small. I didn't fam. know that they had big hotels until I seen Rocky's room. And I was like, okay, thank you. Now you let me know. Also, flat. There's a way. Flacco had the John Lennon suite. Nigga, Flacco had the John Lennon suite. It was big. It was crazy. I was like, I didn't know. Damn. Oh, so it does exist. But yeah, we got Airbnb because Airbnb is a wave. So get an Airbnb, bro. <laughs> Next time I'm in Japan, I'm going to do that. When I was in Australia, I did Airbnb and that was mm-hmm. cool. Fire, I yeah. liked Australia a lot. Yeah. It was. I don't think I would ever want to travel that way ever again. Mm-hmm. I think I got my experience off. But being there and how clean and, you know, I love New Zealand. I thought New Zealand was oh super dope. Fucking up, black beautiful. sand, you know Good what I mean? Too. Like the food was amazing. Like when I thought the of top New Zealand, five, top ten for sure. Facts. When I thought of New Zealand at the beginning, before I got there, I thought of the bushwhackers. <laughs> so I'm thinking sardines. I'm thinking niggas like the bushwhackers until I got there, and it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. What's a place overseas that you didn't? You had a different expect. A not I don't want to say a negative expectation, but a not so good expectation, and then you got there and it was just like. Wow. Hmm. 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 Okay. Okay. I don't like to get too negative. I, I'm negative sometimes. Nah, nah, be negative. I'm toxic fuck as that. fuck. I'm toxic as fuck. It's all good. But, um, it's all good. I thought like going to Germany might have been weirder mm. than it was and more racist mm. than it was mm. or, or just more fucking creeped out. I thought it was be more creeped out. And uh, Germany's pretty far. Germany it's is pretty far. Cool. I'm cool. sure they are fucking racist as hell. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, but you just ain't running to them. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I felt I, I I could dig that. See, Germany. I was, wonder if Germany's yo one time. I don't know if it was Germany. No, it's Canada. My bad. Oh, my bad. Forget it. I hate the water. <laughs> I hate. The, I don't even want to talk about Canada. <laughs> right, but but fucking Germany. I feel like Germany gave me the experience. I knew it was. It was like gloomy. Mm-hmm. Gloomy a little bit. Like yeah. Kebabs. Yep. 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 You know what I mean? I can I, survive. I, I, I can survive. survive. But it was so gloomy, I was just like, all right, when are we getting out of here? I think once we got to, like, uh, Berlin. Top five is Berlin. I was going to say, you know what's top five, Berlin? Berlin. Once I got to Berlin and I saw a billboard with me up, I was like, okay, I can fuck with this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, this is all right, this is all right. But I think the place that, that shocked me the most mm. and how beautiful it was, because I didn't know what to expect, what to expect was Brussels. Okay, that's another top Brussels. five, top ten for sure. Yeah, Has like to be. like that shit made me feel like Ralph Lauren did the decor it's, around the whole city. Like that, that's just what it felt like. You know what I mean? So is Brussels next to the Copenhagen joint or what? Yes, next to Denmark. Dem- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. yeah, we went from it's been Denmark a while. <laughs> to Brussels. See, yeah, yeah. that's that worldwide traveler yeah. shit. That's the name of this episode. Yeah. The worldwide traveler. That's fine. You know what I mean? So we got two segments on this show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll be. I don't know about the, the second one, but you, you might be, you might fuck with it. So one segment we got yeah. for this guy right here, Show Broadway, is yes, shoot the five with uh-huh. Show Broadway. Uh-huh. Basically, Show acts, Show gives you five five names, yeah. and you give me the first thing that comes to mind. Oh shit! When I, you hear these five, you got your five blood. I got my five. Right, it, it should be easy, but it's not gonna be easy. Maybe you're an energy guy. I like you, bro. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, pause. The underachievers. Ah, <sighs> fucking family. Michi Darko. God. Mm. God MC. Mm. Eric Elliott. Life. Mm. Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Well, the first word that came to mind was <laughs> legend. It was legend. I know. It was the first word. word. <laughs> but what, what came after? Yeah. I don't know. We good with the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we got it. Juice. Oh, man. Me. <laughs> me. Because, <laughs> like, that Lil Wayne song? Not me. Me. <laughs> oh, me. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Juice! <laughs> so, this weekend, we just shot a video for... That's... That's not the first record that's coming off the joint, is it? Second joint. Second joint. Yeah. I'm excited about it for multiple reasons. One reason is that we actually got to put something out in the world. Hell yeah. Right. 
Because that's a, that's a lot. You've been on we we done ringside shit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. wrestling tapes bunch, I do. Yeah. Right. But we never really put something out in the in, in the world that they that can be monetized. Mm-hmm. And curated. That can get curated, curated and it, yeah. streamed mm-hmm. and we could do cool shit with it. That's one reason. Second reason is you on your Shawn Michael solo run. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm happy that I'm early and I'm a part of that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right? oh yeah, oh yeah. When give the people the name of that record and I want to know when it's coming out for my own person. Okay, okay. But well, for the family, family and the gang, gang, the record is called VMAs, and right now, as of right now, it will be coming out in September for show, for show, for show. We don't have a number to that bitch, but for show, for show. Like I said, we just <laughs> I shot the video. That. We just shot. I the promise video. You Shout out to Eric. We was in the studio. Actually, I'm going to spill the beans a little bit just to put some pressure on us. Mm-hmm. Facts. Me and Juice got a tape. Facts. Right? Mm. So we, mm. was in, we was in L.A., I want to say a little before the pandemic, and I went over to the crib. Mm-hmm. Eric pulled up. Right before, yeah. The laptop, the instruments, and he was crafting beats. I feel like me and you might have knocked out like five or six records. Now, the unfortunate thing with technology, right, mm. is sometimes shit goes bad. Mm. So shit went bad. Mm. The worst shit that could happen. Mm. We lost everything. Mm. Right. But VMAs was one of them joints that came out the fold. Mm-hmm. And that was something that we was going to visit before the pandemic happened. We were, we were. Right. And I wanted to wait. Yeah. I wanted to wait. Yeah. Because I needed to finish my work. <laughs> but that was smart in mm-hmm. hindsight because we would have got that out and then we wouldn't have been able have to, to do nothing with come it. Back with it yeah. We had to come back and do something else mm-hmm. in order to double back and spin the block. Right. That ass. So what other features you got on this well, project? The first feature, well, the first single, Devin the Dude. And Ray Kill, <laughs> Zombie Juice. Yeah. It's hard. Let's, let's do That's it. Because Devin let's is one it. of your influences. Yeah. He's one of mine too. Yeah. Now he's, he's, he's hopped on. One of the yeah, he's hopped on one of my most successful records, Molly and Me. Shout out to Devin, the dude. Mm-hmm. Early, early, early. Right, so that was the first segment with show. I always want to get into some random shit before I get into the second segment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a little stupid music. Play my music. Yo, Juice, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I got you, man. If you want, you know what I'm saying? Because I know you got a lady. Nah. Oh. Nah. Kinda. Yeah. She would be pissed if I ever said that. But it's a situation. Don't worry about it. You ain't got to say no more. I'm going to let y'all do your thing. Juice, you know I'm a porn man. I heard. I seen. You seen? I watched the show. (laughs) Shout out to you, Juice. You showed me mad love when you walked in, man. It's it's mutual, brother. I'm a porn man, bro. Mm-hmm. I got a porn star of the week. Oh, but I yeah. always ask oh, the shit. guests. Yeah, you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. if they have a porn mm-hmm. star of the week. Oh, oh, well, put me on. I here's the thing, bro. Like, uh, I don't watch porn anymore, and I definitely don't masturbate anymore. Um, why? Why? Um, I'm sorry. That's because I have pause. an addictive personality, B. Ooh. So. I, you know, I can get into like fucking bitches all the time. I don't want to fuck all the time. It's just draining. Drain your energy. Drain your life source. Take away from your creative field. You're, you're, you deplete your vitamins. You know, if you're giving everything out to all the wrong people. So then I, I came to a crossroad where I really learned like, oh shit. If I'm fucking a bitch and then after, sorry, if I'm fucking a bitch and then after, nah, nah, I'm sorry. I'm like, why the fuck did I just do that? It's like, why? It's a waste of time. So, you know, taking away porn helps. Taking away masturbation helps. And then you can just, like, save all your energy. It's like something called semen retention, but that's, like, another thing, too. <laughs> it's a whole nother thing. Second person who said, yo, Bodega Ben said the same shit. And, yeah, um, I was just thinking that. <laughs> but keep going. We, we all friends. And um, so, I, so I realized, okay, let me take away... All the sexual, toxic shit, you know what I mean? Cause my my ex girlfriend she broke up with me, and we was uh, done for quite a long time, and um, it was just something I had to learn. So with that came 
wanting to be celibate as fuck. Yeah, so I was celibate for like maybe eight months. Oh, wow. Trying to do the semen retention thing. And then I cracked. And then what happened was... No homo. How did it feel after not having it busted nut in eight oh, months, wow. bro? Well, Come on, bro. Eight months? I'm just going to say it. She let me ejaculate inside of her. My oh, nigga! Oh, shut the club! Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's disgusting. But, you, you know. So then, uh, so it's like, yeah, when you deplete yourself from all that shit, cool things and magical things come come to you. And, and this magical person came to me. And then from there, you know, life has been dope. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but, but I'm single. She's just a good friend. Copy that. But when Juice was, when, when Juice was on his porn shit, do you have a lady? When old juice. school. I'm a little vintage. There's like skin we, diamonds. There's skin diamond. Um, what's my favorite fucking bitch? Ah, fuck. Skin bitch. diamond fire. Oh my god, bro. Animal. Well, Lacey's a fucking goddess. Lacey. But my favorite one. Oh, Ice is love. Ice is love. There you go. She was like my favorite. So you, you, that's that um, era wait, wait, of porn. That's that 2000 uh, to 2015. She got the Africa on her butt. What's my butt? Oh, Michelle Tucker. Michelle Tucker. Michelle Tucker. Uh, Michelle Tucker. Yo, Michelle. Love her. You're my kind of guy, brother. Um, yes. Yeah, Michelle Tucker. So, you see how you see it. So, like, so like right, before, right before I did my, my, my celibate run, I went back into the field. You and know I, she went celibate, too? She's smart. She stopped, she stopped porn? She's smart. And, like, she's into fitness Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, she is. No facts. She is. I did no see facts. that. I did yes. see that. You're right. Yes. We're not, not to Michelle We're not creepy, though. Yo, no, no, no. We're not I am creepy. creepy but... All right, fine. So, nah, he's creepy. He's but right kid. before that, I went back into right the run. Right. I went back into the hunt. And what I do is I'll go to, like, Bang Bros. I'm putting you up on Shout game. Bang Bros. I'll go on Bang Bros. I'm not watching porn, guys. I'm just on the site. Yeah, I am, though. So, so you go on Bang Bros, and then you look at who's the new upcoming talent. And then you find their IG. You go on Google, what's their IG? Then you find their IG, then you DM them. <laughs> and then from there. Oh, wow. They might know your music or whatever the fuck you do in life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. That's it. Shout out Juice. So, so we running with Michelle? Yeah. yeah. We running with Michelle Tucker. Michelle Tucker's Miss Africa. Number one for me. And then Isis Love is number two. Yo, we running with yeah. Michelle Tucker. Damn, Isis. Damn. Yeah, yeah. We running with Michelle. Yeah. We running with Michelle Tucker. Yeah. If I showed you her, you'd be like, I, I, She's the I goat, understand. Man. Trust me, brother. She was a. Uh, Trust yeah. me, brother. Yeah. For that short two years she was in yeah. porn, she did her thing. Legend. Mm-hmm. Legend. Shout out Michelle to you. Juice, I fucks with you even more, brother. God bless you. Bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And on your celebrant run, and if you're not, you're doing your thing and all that, I hope you, you know what I'm saying? That's good, but you know, yeah. shout out, I, I, I'm not there yet. Snickers I just put you up a game, though. Yeah, you, yes, you did. One no, day I will. One easy. day I will. I mean, it's not easy, but. One day I will. Snickers is a smart king. He abuses himself. <laughs> Right, he's the nigga that if we was in school, like grade school, yeah. he was getting caught. You know the Playboy definition of master bitch. And the desk. Well, so, well, no, 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 no. He was the nigga that was getting well, caught with the Playboy magazine. Well, guess what, yeah, man? Yeah, I'm facts, sorry, facts, but that happened. I was one of the niggas that was fucking girls in school. Shout out to my nigga. Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my nigga, buddy. I remember, I, I, remember, I remember in seventh grade, my man Bud, we was in a reading group too. Because, you know, they'll separate the reading groups. I don't know why I was in two. I should have been in one. We was in reading group two. For, for whatever reason. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. We was in two with Miss Taylor. We was in two for Miss. Nah, I was. I, nah, I might have been. Maybe, maybe, I was, I was a client. Sometimes it's like that. Yeah, so it might have been behavior because yeah, my man. Like I, so that. long story long, mm-hmm. reading group two, Miss <laughs> Taylor's class. We're reading. We well, we're supposed to be reading, mm-hmm. and my man, like we had St. Gregory's was on 89th Street. Uh, getting off the train on 96th Street, the two train, you'll walk by the newsstands and shit. Okay. Now these are the days I will go to the newsstands for wrestling magazines, mm-hmm. maybe comic books. Mm-hmm. My nigga was going for the smut. <laughs> he, he might even stole a magazine. Shout out to him. It's okay. We all we all, we all yeah, took def- magazines. Oh god, I got crazy I, stuff. I used to steal a lot. Buy old. one, buy one, take five. Whole last story. Right? Mm-hmm. So we in reading group two. She making us read some shit, and this nigga's just smiling at the book. I'm like, why is this nigga smiling at the book? I don't pay this nigga no mind. <laughs> 
one of the one of the homies actually one of the chicks next to him. Because <laughs> you know it's always hater. it's always a chick Damn, that's gonna rack you out. Somehow gave Miss Taylor a tip. That buddy had the motherfucking smart man. (laughs) (laughs) And she outed my son. (laughs) She outed my son from reading group two. And you was that nigga in reading group two, too. You was that nigga. Yo, my nigga, I got a story. You got a story first? That's crazy. Do you have a story? um, You had a story. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, there was this video shop on Flatbush or whatever, right? (laughs) And um, it was a video shop. He sold uh, porn, too. He had like a whole back section filled with porn, you know, back in the days when there was no digital era. Mm-hmm. With a sheet to, over it. Huh, yeah. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we used to go to this nigga to get our condoms. I don't know. We were kids. We were stupid. He had yeah. the flavored ones. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, Girls yeah. like that dumb shit. I fucking hate it. I got this. Yeah. I go, I go sushi. I'm a sushi boy. So we go to the, 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 the dude. We're like kids, bro. We're like fucking 13, 14, guys. We're kids. We fucking sneak into the fucking thing, take his porn taste from the back, fucking trash his place every fucking week, and then still come back and buy condoms. I'm sorry, we were fucking <laughs> kids. I don't do toxic shit like that no more. I'm a good guy. But when we were kids, we were fucking bad. It was a love-hate thing. You still support he used it. To, he used to be like, yo, can you go get me some water from next door? Because he would stay in this, the booth for 24 hours a day. And his name was Hundia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. He He's just it? said it. He just said that we tortured that nigga every day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I pay for my sins, all the sins in my fucking life. I swear. I'm sorry. But yeah. Yeah, we all pay for our sins. We pay for our sins, man. How you back pronounce here. his name? Hundia. That, that's how you. That's how he spelled it too. Hundia. Damn. Shout out to Hundia, man. He ain't mean it. Yeah. Nigga, I, I remember, nigga. I got. I stole my uncle porn tape. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it alone. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, Bobby. I embarrassed you. I'm sorry. Good grief. Good grief. Go ahead, man. Snicker, man. Being that I got. Being that I got one of my fellow wrestling uh, lovers, avid uh, watchers, mm-hmm. um, historians in this <laughs> motherfucker, before I let you go. Mm-hmm. Top five wrestlers of all time. Mm. Um, uh, Shawn Michaels, RVD, Chris Jericho. <sighs> well, Eddie Guerrero. Mm. Mm. That last person is like, damn. I don't know who that last person is, bro. Mm. I really don't. Well, just give it to Undertaker. Okay, I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. You took Undertaker over Hogan. I respect it. Yeah, I I, I was waiting for Hogan. And then everybody that you named is like. Well, that's because it's a certain style that I'm into. A certain style. Yeah, that's why it looked like that. Right, and it makes sense because that's because I'm a smaller guy too. Style the high flyers, small guys. That Mm. that makes sense. Mm. Top five rappers. Okay. Eminem, Big, probably go with Snoop Dogg. He's fucking a machine. Mm-hmm. The gift that keeps giving, Sticky, and then Tech Nine. Wow, Sticky, Sticky, Sticky Fingers. Yeah, and then Tech Nine. I, wow. I mean, you know, you know. Nah, it makes sense. I, I mean, yeah. Onyx and Flatbush. I, I get it. The I get energy, it yeah. slam. Yeah. Funny shit. I was talking to Fredro Star. Yeah. And Fredro Star mentioned y'all. Yeah, I love those You guys. know what I mean? So that that it makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard. Brother, oh, I yeah. appreciate you. Thank you guys. You know what <laughs> I mean? You're a saint and a scholar. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, usually when um when I have a guest, I have a guest drop a gem mm. on my on my viewers, <clears throat> on my people. Okay. Give me a gem for anybody chasing their dreams. Um, follow your gut, your intuition. Um, just be yourself. Um, challenge yourself because um, being uncomfortable sometimes uh can bring the best out of you. So, yeah, put yourself in some situations and make the best out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gangster, gangster. Yeah. I, but before, before uh. I make him stay say his stupid shit. I got one more question for you. Uh-huh. Dipset of the locks. Mm. Yeah. You know, it sucks. 
but you know, you asked the question. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with uh, Dipset just off of my influence for like <laughs> growing up. But that doesn't take anything away from the locks. It's just like the, you know the I, style part of it. Like as a as a kid, cap was captivating. When you know, you no, know, we we from Harlem. <laughs> Essentially, it's kind of a Harlem podcast, but I keep it a whole. It's a lot of Brooklyn dudes. It's been a up lot here, of Brooklyn man. niggas that been up here, and I think I'm probably gonna have one of the guys, one of those, maybe one from each group, mm. come up here soon, mm. and I'm gonna have this conversation with them after the smoke clears. Yeah. Well, Styles piece of the drip won't help him, but <laughs> well, he, said, him. he said the only thing y'all better than me in is belts. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga, Kev said, "Shout, I, I love, I love the locks. Mm-hmm. Everybody, them niggas know. The, mm-hmm. the, everybody know." Nigga, Kev said, "Um, she, he was like, she even a part of the locks. That nigga went with Wu Block. He, he got the shit with Ghost Face. So he like, <laughs> nigga said, so is he Wu Tang or is he the locks? <laughs> niggas is funny, my nigga." Thank you for coming, my brother. I appreciate brother. it, man. Word, word, word. Yeah. Zombie juice in this motherfucker. Yeah. What's the juice. word? What's the word? Chip, 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 chip. You already know. Yo. I don't hate, nigga. I'm trolling you, man. I'm sorry. I love man. juice, nigga. Yeah. What's that, what's, that, what's that stupid shit you say? Yo, it's curls for the girls, ways for the babes, nats for the hood rats. Show Broadway, ho. Big, big gang. Juice. Personal party. Smoke Dizzle. Chip. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.